I'm Lisa. I do the Midday Show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. This week, we get a behind-the-scenes look at A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper. And we're backstage at Chicago Theater with Megan Trainer. Hey, it's Megan Trainer, and you're listening to Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Okay, so we are coming off an incredibly busy weekend, but it was fun, right? We had a blast. What was your favorite part of the Megan Trainer show? Do you have a favorite? Gosh. Not uh, to put you on the spot or anything. You know what? My favorite, you know, this will surprise people. I uh, liked all the kids. I Every kid oh. I met. Oh, yeah. was so adorable. Even like, you know, waiting in the line to meet Megan, they had these little eighth graders and I talked about the movie Eighth Grade. And You and did make friends with them. I did. And I was like telling them about our podcast and I was trying to get, you know, get information from them for the young, young demographic. Doing some grassroots promoting. I like <laughs> exactly. it. I like it. So a lot of, I just loved the vibe of the kids and, and the, you know, the drunk mothers around them. <laughs> yes, most definitely. <laughs> and really the age range for this show mm-hmm. was huge because yes. I mean, there was uh, all different ages. I mean, we really covered a wide audience between all the artists that we saw there at Chicago Theater. Oh, yeah. It started with Bryn Elliott, who you got to see a couple minutes uh, perform, right? Yeah, I like her. I like her voice. She seemed really sweet. I liked her outfit. Her outfit was cute. Mm-hmm. So she had a really great little set. I only caught a second of it because I was headed backstage to bring uh, George Ezra on stage. And, you know, I'm up there. I'm doing my thing. And I don't know. if Did you catch me when I was on stage? I didn't. I didn't. I okay. was too chatty in the, in the line. It sort of ended a little awkwardly because I'm up there, I'm like pumping up the crowd, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. And before I went on, the, the stagehands were telling me like, okay, you've got a couple minutes, so do your thing and then let them know that George will be up in a couple minutes. So that's what I did. Okay. And then I'm not even to the curtain yet. And George Ezra walks on stage, stands where I was standing and was like, was that my introduction? And I was like, <gasps> awkward. It was so <laughs> awkward. I'm like, dude, first of all, you're like four minutes early. You know, which usually is a fantastic thing. But if that were the case, I would have been like, put your hands together. It's George Ezra, you know, like something like that. But instead I was like, hang tight. He's going to be here in a minute. And then he walks out in 10 seconds. Yeah, that's weird. It was super weird. Where was the stage manager? Yeah, I just felt (laughs) a little stupid walking down. So whatever. Uh, We made our way back to our seats to see ex-ambassadors. He was chatty. Oh, my gosh. He did have a little bit of a soapbox he was on. He was just talking away. This is for everybody. I mean, he covered like every demographic, every, <laughs> like, you know, everything LGBT, every, like, I was like, wow, he is really talking a lot. Yeah, he definitely had a message. He was trying to get out there. I'm pretty sure after you edit everything up, it came down to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love people around you. Yeah, be I nice. Think, I think that's what I got right. Be nice. <laughs> so he was a little chatty, although uh, performance wise, it was an outstanding show. Yeah, the acoustics in that Chicago theater with his voice was just, it was butter. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling very Barbara today. I had my, my honey with hot tea. And, oh, wow. You know. Okay. Hello, gorgeous. Yeah, I like it. I like this. You know what I, I didn't like, though? Okay. <laughs> I feel weird bringing this up, actually, but but here it comes. There was a girl in the in the row behind us. Yes. Who I know you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and and let, me, let me preface this by saying I love seeing people out dancing. I love to see them 
really, really enjoying themselves at a show Mm -hmm. and not really caring what the people around them think. I do get that. Mm -hmm. But please do not stand up and sing at the top of your lungs every word to every song. Yeah, it's it's distracting. I'm actually here to hear him sing. Right. And not people in the audience. And I I don't mind sing-alongs as long as they're not overpowering his voice. But she was out singing him loudly off from the beat and uh, you can hear the audio. I mean, there was, I had to record a little bit of it just to be like, <laughs> this is unbelievable. I mean, she kind of was entertaining herself. She laughs a little bit at herself. And it was really distracting. I, I wanted to hear his, you know, very powerful voice. And he was kind of having a moment with the crowd. So like, we were all trying to feel this. And instead, mm-hmm. like, I've got you, like, belting it out in my ear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy sitting next to me was like, can you ask her to sit down? And I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> we're not policing people. No. Like, I know I definitely cannot do that. <laughs> but it was kind of like, look, come out, enjoy. But, oh, my gosh, don't sing louder than the artist, Yeah, this please. is not sing-along Sound of Music at the Music Box, okay? <laughs> this is... I've been to musicals. I've been to Motown the Musical, where everybody in the crowd wants to sing along to all those old hits. Oh, yeah. And I get it, you know, but it can be distracting from what I'm there to really see. So I think people should just be a little more respectful of other people. I want them to, of course, have a great time. Me but... too, me too. But maybe save those big sing-alongs for, like, the midnight movie of Rocky Horror Picture Show, because, you know, you go to those, you, you belt it out, everybody's singing around you. That's a different story. But when the artist is like 30 feet away with a mic and we still can't hear him. Yeah. And he's having some quiet acapella moments. Yeah. You got to pull that back. Yeah, And it wasn't just us. It was everybody around us was like, oh, my gosh. In the break, (laughs) people came up to me in just in the hallway, maybe five, six rows behind us Mm -hmm. that were like, can you do anything? I'm like, no, no, everybody. I cannot make her sit down. Like, I cannot make Mm -hmm. her sit down. Oddly enough, she was missing for the Megan Trainor's performance. Um, There's probably a lot more to this story. I don't have time to analyze her but not trying to be a hater on it but just just pump the brakes pull it back pull it back what'd you think of megan's hair she's a (laughs) living mermaid and i loved it it was a wig right she said it was a wig was it a wig or extensions i thought it was extensions but she said it's a wig but maybe maybe she was just you know making it more simple for the crowds you need to see this picture (laughs) um it's on the nonstop facebook page right now and it is like pastel pink Mm -hmm. down to uh, almost like her knees yeah pink wavy hair oh i loved it yeah she um she's adorable too I mean, just, you know, she's a hugger, which I was like the hugging, hugging celebrities. Yeah, super friendly. I said I was the gay reporter from that interviewed you on a red carpet. I'm from Nashville. And then she was like, oh, yeah. But I mean, who knows if she, I don't she know. remembered you? I, it seemed like it. I don't know. You know, you never want to. It's fun to imagine that, but I don't know. You know what? I do think that people have remembered you. I mean, I was standing next to you when Dua Lipa like, was able to pull you out of a crowd. So, yeah. I mean, maybe you're just unforgettable, Jer. I try. I mean, Deal I try to it. leave them with something to remember. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the show is incredible. Um, I will agree with you about the kids there because there were so many kids having like full on dance parties. It was really adorable. Yeah. And some people. Oh, here's the thing. It was some people's first concert. Okay? A lot of them. So a lot of the little girls, they had never been to a concert before. I know. So they wanted they wanted a T-shirt to remember it by. And there was no merch there because it's not part of their regular tour. Oh. So that's why there was no T-shirts to be sold in the lobby. And they would have made a killing if they, you know, if Megan had just brought a box of her 
NFTs. Man, that seems like a missed opportunity, maybe even on our parts. We should have been out there selling something. Yeah, I mean, just because it was their first concert, you know, the kids want to remember it that way. I just, I didn't even think about that either. But And all the moms were throwing back wine like nobody's business. Yeah, they, they would have money to burn. Totally. <laughs> Get a little wine and they're ready to spend money. It was a really fun show. It was coming off of another really busy night the night before mm-hmm. we had the Green Tie Ball. Yeah, that was fun. What do you think about the new venue? I liked it. It's uh, It was out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a bit of a hike to get there. I think it would not be that big of a deal if they did it on a Saturday. Oh. Like to get out, you know, because it, it's out of the loop of the city. It is a, a bit because out of the way. people are trying to go home after work, change, and then come all the way there. Right. So that's that was probably the issue for some people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. why I'm like, hey, do it on a Saturday. I will have all day to get beautified before this thing. See, I wore my clothes to work so I could just jet over there. And then I was all over the food. Like I did a whole round of food in like five minutes. What'd you think about the food this year? all kinds of... I had a lot of steak. My date, she doesn't, she doesn't eat meat. So I was the one looking like, you know, Piggy over in the corner, wolfing down steak from like STK. And oh, it was so good. That was my fun. favorite spot of the whole night was mm-hmm. STK. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, well, yeah. we should go eat there because I just went to uh, an event there about a month ago and they were they invited me to come back. So let's just go have dinner there. I'm ready for it because actually the girl who was running things, I think her name was Megan. She gave me like a coupon for a free dessert and I totally kept it. Like, I'm coming back for this. <laughs> We're getting more than a free dessert, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you, we're getting a, the full Monty over there. They had a great setup. You know, there were some places that were only doing, like, chips and salsa and stuff, which yeah. I was kind of like, huh, that's well, weird. ceviche. I mean... Ceviche? Yeah, there was some ceviche. How did yeah. I miss that? But there was chips and, like, guac and stuff. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you said the early bird got the ceviche, I guess. I guess. You, I mean, the food was swept up, you know. It was. After, after I think that, you know, they would only prepare so much, and then that's it. We're wrapping up. And then they had late night eats with, like, the little hot dog. And then they had some Eli's cheesecake. I missed the little hot dogs too. I saw everybody's like pictures of these like mini Chicago style hot dogs. I'm like, where did I, how did I miss all of this? Yeah, they do those things for drunk people so they can like, oh. you know, get something to absorb all the liquor. Well, I wasn't drunk. I was in a gown. Like I had like two drinks. I'm not going to get crazy when I'm all dressed up. Mm-hmm. That's just not attractive. What'd you think of the the Dr. Seuss theme with all the different characters? Um, I thought it was kind of fun actually. It was something different, which is, oh, you know what? The little dance party that ended up happening happening with that opening band for Red Foo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I truly enjoyed watching was all these like older men out there shaking their booties like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people that don't really go out dancing very frequently, just out there feeling the music. Man, I had some primo people watching and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. They're all dressed up and I cutting know. a rug. Yeah. I say. thought it was really cute. But Red Foo didn't come on until 11.15 or 11 something. Look, oh my gosh. That was too late. late. Yeah. That was, I mean, I know where he's probably used to the late night venues and DJing and, you know, but people are up all night. It took way too long. It did. I mean, and then that zebra, that inflatable zebra kept hitting me in the face. And I was like, we're going. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> I grabbed my date. I was like, I'm not getting hit in the face at midnight. <laughs> With a zebra. <laughs> With a zebra. <laughs> so. so you were right in the middle of it because. Oh, and I was. That whole venue became uh-huh. a ghost town and everybody was up at the stage. Sure. At that point, I should have went around and ate all the food while all you guys were up there at the, the raging party by the stage. I mean, who knows how many Red Bulls Red Foo had had at that point? A lot. <laughs> so he was hyped up and ready to go and yeah, He was drinking them when we were backstage with him. Yeah, he had like the tallest Red Bull I've ever seen. Yeah. 75 ounce is he, Red is Bull. He, are they sponsoring him? Because <laughs> Red Foo and the Red Bull. I know. Actually, Red Bull should probably be sponsoring us because of how much of it you and I drink together. Yeah, I mean, it gives me wings all the time I have to. I mean, can we Blast. get some of that sugar-free blueberry up in this? Because yes. that's stuff is like my life.
life source. Yeah, I just uh, met with their, they're doing a big uh, music thing here in Chicago. Uh, Soon? Red Bull is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you posted about it. Gosh, it's what coming. do I live under a rock? Mm, they just did Don't a, answer that. No. <laughs> no, they just did like an a, event to promote it and they'll have a bunch of different artists coming. So it's cool. like Vic Menza and like a lot of some local things and they're doing some curating. So I'll keep you posted on it. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I hope they have some free Red Bull while we're there. Yeah. I would recommend going back to that venue for a green tie. It was nice to have it all on one level. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no going up and down the stairs and heels and stuff like that. Yeah, that is always kind of an issue. I don't know. I thought the spot was beautiful, albeit out of the way a little bit, but it was a really cool, pretty venue. I would have no problem going back there. Sure. Nice little green room, too, that we got to go back to. Oh, yeah, fancy. Yeah, way better than having to do actual red carpet stuff. It's too loud out there. Mm-hmm. So being able to go back there was really cool. So A Star is Born. Yes. Can we talk about this? Oh, <laughs> we can talk about it. So, I was so fortunate to go early. I will say that because people are dying to see this movie already. I am one of them. And it's not It's not out till October 5th. People are dying to see it, and they should be. I am, <laughs> definitely. And you were right about Bradley Cooper coming to town. Yeah, I didn't want to say too much about it because I wasn't positive, but when I heard Gaga wasn't and somebody was, I mean, it's probably him. Right, you didn't think it was Dave Chappelle. Yeah, but the, um, there are so many great cameos in this movie. I mean, you will love it. It's just so much fun to spot the cameos. And huge Oscar buzz surrounding this thing. Yes. Well, it's well-deserved. It is well-deserved. So you loved it? I loved it. Honestly, <sighs> I felt completely satisfied after that movie. And I came in very skeptical. I was like, I didn't like Gaga in American Horror Story. She was this wooden vampire. <gasps> How dare I you d- say that? I know. I know. Well, the Emmys, you know, they gave her an Emmy for it. So I love that season of American Horror Story. Okay. Really? <laughs> we can agree. We can disagree. We're going to have to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. We, oh, we could talk about the new one, too. I could, I'll feel free to talk about that one. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. That's I got yeah. a whole episode waiting for yeah, you. We could, but... we could do American Horror Story when it's closer to Halloween. <laughs> Good but, idea. But Good as far idea. as, so I came in very skeptical, and she won me over, like, right away. Like, <gasps> I was I was like, wow, she's she can act. Don't underestimate Lady Gaga. <laughs> I mean, you know, we can talk about all the musicians that have, you know, tried to be actresses. Crossover. You know? Madonna start, was one of the early ones that really tried to do that. Mm-hmm. And I will say try. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> I mean, come on. You, you have to, I mean, who's that girl? There's some movies. Okay, that... that's a terrible movie, <laughs> okay. but she yeah. was good in A League of Their Own. She did a great job. I, well, oh, okay, there, there was, she's had some moments, you know, but if you tried that many times, you're going to eventually get something. You're not a fan of Evita? I, I wasn't an Evita head. I just was at the gay bar right after Stars Born. I went to the gay bar and they had Musical Mondays at Sidetrack and they played some Evita and I was like, I'm not the Evita thing. You're like, that's it. I'm going home. I mean, the gays love it. They were throwing napkins in the air and acting it out and knowing every <laughs> word and, you know, they had little quips. I've never seen that movie. Thing, thing. Oh, you haven't? No. It's, you know, it's all music. There's no t- dialogue. Yeah, I can't get into that. Yeah, I, I my issues with it. But, I mean, some people love it, you know? I don't know. Just not you. Yes, but A Star's Born was kind of, you know, it was, it was only in a musical in the way that, you know, they sang in concerts and, you know, around the piano and things like that. So they don't burst into song. That's you know, more my speed. in the bedroom. That, <laughs> that's more my speed. Yeah. And, you know, I love uh, Bradley Cooper. I love Lady Gaga, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love that their tie between them is Ryan Murphy. Okay. So, I mean, I love a lot of Ryan Murphy's TV shows. Yeah. Um, well, Oliver Platt was there for the Q&A, uh, and he had worked with him in Nip Tuck. So that's, that's how they knew each other, and they'd yes. been to each other's house 
spouses and dude, I know every bodies. line of every episode of Nip Tuck. Oh, I'm like a psycho I about that it. show. I've never seen it. I'm gonna have to watch it. What? Yeah, one, one day. day I'm gonna grow up watch it, and you'll yeah. see why one day I should marry Dr. Christian Troy. Well, it really made Ryan Murphy, you know, who he is and stuff. So and it's going. hotties everywhere. Okay, I'll that watch whole it. show is all hotties. right. You have me. You, have, you got me. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Bradley Cooper literally learned to play guitar so that he could keep up with Lady Gaga. Um, I started learning how to play the guitar and piano probably two and a half, three years ago. And I mean, the thing was that because she's the real deal, um, everything had to rise to her level. Otherwise, I'm never going to be able to invite you to enjoy her work. So you're liking the chemistry between the two of them in this movie? Oh, yeah. And I think that they just worked really hard on it. I love that, you know, they stopped filming and and for a couple, he said that that for a couple months they workshopped it and they really worked hard on it. And he he seemed like he was in control. I I didn't get the feeling that he was a dictator or something on the set, but I felt like he was in control of it and people respect him and things like that. I, th- I think I think he just pulled some great performances. I mean, where do you see all the people? I mean, Andrew Dice Clay as her dad. What? Yes. No. And he's like good. I mean, everybody's good. Like even the small little. You just roles. gave me the goosebumps. Why did I get goosebumps over Andrew Dice Clay? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. David LaChapelle is. I mean, just all these people <gasps> that he's worked with and he just brought in. That's what happens. You make a name for yourself. You invite your friends. You remember the people that have been great to you coming up and that's another lesson be nice to people and you get to be in a, in a amazing movie that's going to have a lot of staying power he said he had a hard time getting dave chappelle you know the greatest part about it is uh, is um is is casting and, and and having these wonderful artists entrust themselves to you it's just it's just mind-blowing dave chappelle i had met and i just oh he's incredible it took me two and a half years to get him by the way i had to fly to ohio twice i i, I wanted that moment in the movie where jackson has a choice to make and i and Dave's story is so, you, we all kind of know Dave Chappelle's story in a way, you know. And, and so I just loved him talking about something that almost in the movie you think he's talking about himself. Okay, so Dave Chappelle is in it. Who else? There is uh, some drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. What? <laughs> yeah, they, um, Where? Where yeah. does that fit in? <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't want to spoil too much. This is at the beginning, though. Okay, don't spoil too much then. If that's... But they go, he, he goes to a gay bar. So Who doesn't? That's where, he me- that's where he meets her. You know, she's singing in French. And, I mean, it's just so cool. I just uh, love it. I love it so much. But that's that's at the very beginning. Um, so yeah, Ru- Ru- RuPaul Drag Race people and her bestie. Her her bestie in the show is uh, in the movie is from Hamilton. Really, so he's from the original cast of Hamilton. Wow. So there's a lot of good people to like spot throughout the movie. And I'm not even there's more. There I'm just not going to go through all of them. But there's you will see people that you recognize throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I need some surprises. Although mm-hmm. I know Sam Elliott is in it, right? Oh, he's so good. He, he's good in everything, though. Isn't he, he is good in everything. I have such kind of like a cowboy crush on him. Yes, he's so much show and he grounds oh. these movies that he's in and oh he's so good yeah, yeah. I and, and i think bradley knew that and was like he's the guy for this he was a, he was very intent on this i mean you know gaga you know doesn't wear makeup a lot of the time she's very natural you know these were intentional things that he did so that's why i think he will win an oscar oh he was very deliberate in the way that he cast it and really how personal the story was for him and why he wanted to retell it i had all these things i wanted to investigate like family and uh, trauma as a kid. And what happens when two people actually love each other? There's not infidelity. They actually love each other. How? And it's still so hard. And uh, and also what happens, and I also wanted to investigate finding your voice as a human being and, uh, and your identity. And what happens when the world tells you that you don't have a voice? So that's where these two characters came from. And then I wanted music involved with it. And Warner Brothers had this property, A Star is Born, and it felt like the perfect match. And so it was really a great structure with which I could 
tell these personal stories. Okay, so all of this footage is coming from the Q&A session that mm-hmm. was happening at, after your screening? Yes, at AMC. Mm-hmm. And you said that Oliver Platt was there d- doing mm-hmm. the, the Q&A? Yes, he, he was you know asking the questions and things like that, which he was pretty entertaining. And like, I think Bradley got like a kick out of things he was doing. <laughs> he would just like, you know how whenever you ask a question, you know this from interviewing people, when you ask a question, you're like, yeah, that's great. He would do that kind of thing and then Bradley <laughs> would be like laughing and the whole audience is laughing, you know. Because- like throwing him off? Well, because they know each other too, though. Yeah, and he was moving on to the next question, but okay. he would just be kind of like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Neat. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. It's that kind of thing that you do with the interview. That's so. fantastic. I wish mm-hmm. that one is something that I, I would have liked to see, like even on video. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, so I have edited it all out, but who was sitting next to you and who needs the cough drop? Oh my God. There was somebody sitting like right next to you <laughs> coughing all the time. I'm like, oh my God, get a cough drop. Or, um, <laughs> oh, so <laughs> that's funny. Um, I didn't even remember that, but um, they wouldn't let you stand up. There's a lot of rules because, you know, he's there and, you know, fans kind of are a trying big to deal. Get, yeah, and people are trying to get photos or something. They're trying to like, but they wouldn't allow people to stand. So I had an empty seat next to me at the screening and. You put your feet up? <laughs> I did, but it was a reclining chair. You know? oh. This, oh, that was the whole thing. He wanted people to, at the Dolby, you know, sound system. This is what he said was the perfect way to see this movie was in that kind of theater with the great sounds. I mean, your chair would vibrate, you know, and she's singing oh. and the, the drums are playing and the guitars and all that. You were feeling it. Yeah. So you, that was definitely the way to see it. And that's what he, he was happy that we were all there. But so they made people sit down. So this fan was all excited and, you know, came and he was, you know, and I was recording. I had the recorder in the chair beside me and then I had to move it. And, you know, he was like, sorry, you know, and so I guess he was the coffer. Oh, is that who was coughing? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. Oh, geez. More, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe some some uh, hot tea and honey for your throat. Maybe some <laughs> cough drops from time to time if you know you're going to be in a situation like that and you've got a little <clears throat> happening. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just a jerk and I decided to string it together. What what can I say? You can't give me the power of editing and not expect me to use it. <laughs> do it. Um, okay, so uh, what do we've got coming up next for us? We've got... We're going on a helicopter ride. Oh gosh, that is happening on Saturday. I have to yeah. tell you, I've been like dreaming about it. I think I'm, I've got some serious anxiety over this. We're flying over Chicago. We're taking the podcast over Chicago. Oh. <laughs> I, I dragged you into this. Okay, let's just say that. We know. <laughs> and as this, as if this was not like crazy enough, you sent me a text message the other day that they need to know how much I weigh. I was like, whoa, this is getting really personal. <laughs> I knew that was going to not go well. I was like, oh, why are they making me do this? You know, but there's rules for, you know, these helicopters can't have, like, they don't have so much weight. They're going to give you, like, a couple of pounds, give or take, in case I lie, right? Well, I've had my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't suggest lying on a, you know, a dangerous uh, flying Well, you saw the number, but I mean, it's not something to be proud of, but I was like, delete that message after after you report this back to whoever. Delete (laughs) that and and forget I ever told you. Well, I did have a friend that was not allowed to fly because he was heavier and they don't, these helicopters can only take so much weight, so it's like the pilot, you know, whoever's going and it has to add up and I'm going to have to empty my purse probably. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'll just have like a light wafer for, you know, breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> a light wafer. Right. I guess I'm back to protein.
protein shakes now. Great. Um, so we will have that to look forward to. We've got a ton of shows coming up, and we are actually getting crazy overbooked with guests for the podcast. So yeah. we've got a really, really exciting season in store for you on Nonstop. So if people want to be on the show or they have suggestions, advice, I, we want to do an advice column at some point. I would really like to do that. I am dying to hear what kind of questions come through. So, what, I mean, that would be a good one. How can they reach us? They can reach us at Nonstop Lisa and Jerry at gmail.com. Okay. And also hit us up on Facebook because that is a great way that you can keep up with what we're talking about here on the show when the new episodes are coming out. But if you are looking to be a guest, you should definitely be hitting the Gmail address, right? Yeah. And it's nonstop. There's no hyphen. So N-O-N-S-T-O-P, Lisa and Jerry at gmail.com. All right. So keep in touch with us there. Find our page. Subscribe to us, baby, because we want to know you're there with us and we will have plenty for you next time on Nonstop.